0: Hello and Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you had a fabulous day with your family, with your friends. I hope it was a wonderful day for you. In this episode, I want to continue on, just get right down into business. I want to continue with yesterday's episode that I started, you know, in regards to the fact that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues at all. Weight issues are not diet and exercise issues at all. The more that I'm studying to become a stress management coach, the more I realize that if we are in a position where we actually have to lose weight, it's because there are some deeper, messed up, complicated things that are happening on the inside of us that are causing us to to eat the way that we eat, to uh, to either not exercise the way that we don't exercise or, or to look at exercise the way that we look at, ex- I mean, the lifestyle changes that we have to make in order to live a healthy lifestyle. If we're not making those choices, it's because of some really deep and sometimes messed up reasons that are so far down in our psyche. Uh, and we don't realize it. So I want to like continue that conversation and just give you guys a few tips to start to dig some of those, those things up. If you so choose, if you are someone who is like, Hey, I want to lose weight. I've been on a journey for a while. I've tried losing weight in the past. Nothing seems to be able to stick for me. You may have been able to find some, uh, routines and strategies and weight loss strategies that worked. For a little bit, for a little bit of time, and then you you might have uh, either gained all the weight back or you might have hit a plateau and then got discouraged because of that plateau and then just, you know, kind of slowly but surely started falling off and, and slowly gaining the weight back. I mean, whatever it is, it's, it's because your weight loss regimen, your weight loss strategy, your diet and exercise plan that you put yourself on did not tackle the root of the problem, did not tackle the root cause of your behavior, of the behavior that led to your weight gain in the first place. And so I want to give a couple tips. Like, I, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about that in this episode. Give a couple tips, at least to get you to a starting place, if you're really serious about making a change, if you really want to. Okay, but first, just in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a nutrition consultant. I'm a lifestyle coach. I'm studying to become a stress management coach. And, you know, my mission is all about weight loss from the root because I believe that weight loss issues that are burnt up at the root, the root causes that that's the weight that doesn't come back. That's the, that's the weight loss. Those are the weight loss strategies that not just lead to body transformation, transformation on the outside, but that also lead to incredible transformation on the inside Okay. And I, uh, I'm someone who for eight years in between my pregnancies, I struggled. My God, I struggled with my weight so much and not necessarily my weight. I struggled with being able to find and sustain a weight loss regimen. And it was because I was emotionally addicted to food. So it didn't matter how much I exercised. It didn't matter how much I dieted. It didn't matter how much weight I lost. I struggled and I battled And I always gained the weight back. I always fell back into food addiction and those types of things because there were some messed up things inside of me that I didn't even realize were contributing to the reoccurring behavior with food. And so when I found, I just just so happened to find a strategy that, number one, educated me, number two, allowed me to understand more about my metabolism and about my hormonal makeup and about how my hormonal makeup was directly responsible for my behavior with food. And once I learned and understood that, then I was able to sort of trick my brain into allowing me to release weight without gaining it back. And I lost 33 pounds, 12% of my body fat. I went from like a 31% uh, body fat down to a 19%. Went from a size 10 dress size down to a size three. And I've kept that weight off. I've kept that weight off for four years. And that's never happened to me before. And so my mission with this this rest-based weight loss series is to teach you, give you the education first and foremost. I just want to give education. And second of all, I just want to be able to provide as many nuggets as possible so that you can have some aha moments, so that you can have some levels of, oh my gosh, I'm starting to understand myself. I'm starting to understand my body. Because once you get to that point of understanding, then you can choose whatever Diet and exercise program are already out there on the market and then tweak it, make it your own and, and make it sustainable for you so that the weight that you end up losing never comes back ever in life. Okay. So that's what I'm here. That's what I'm here to do. I'm going to mention that one of the steps to, if any part of this episode or yesterday's episode, if you feel like it resonated with you at all, if you got like little bubbles in your stomach as you were listening, you know, contemplating like, man, I actually think this might apply to me. Then actually the first step that I'm going to mention is that you go to www.operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. I'll explain to you a little bit later why you should go and take that quiz, but I definitely want you to take that quiz and I'll link it in the description of this episode. Okay. All right. Let's dive in here really quickly. So let me just quickly recap in a way that I wasn't able to recap yesterday because I was just like, look, I, I was, I was, I was blown away by the information that I was learning. I was way too caught up in what I was learning to <laughs> to be as like kind of organized with my thoughts and with the information that I was giving. So I want to give like an an overview really quickly of how it is that uh, weight issues are not diet and exercise issues at all. Weight issues are not weight. You are, if you have to lose weight, it's not because you have to, you don't, it's not because you have to diet and exercise. It's because there it's deeper than that. So let me explain to you very briefly, like kind of from top to bottom, what that looks like. Okay. So let's start with you. If you decide to invest time and or money into losing weight, then there is, you have reached the point where you've realized that you want to lose a certain amount of weight you want to look a certain way. You want to be successful physically. Maybe you want to be really physically fit. You want to be more active. Maybe you just want to be overall healthy. Maybe you just want to live a fit and healthy life. Maybe you want to get to the end of your life and you want to avoid cancer, diabetes, heart disease, dementia. Alzheimer's, maybe that's you. And I know, like, that's me. I want to get to like 90, 95 years old and be kicking it. I want to be at the gym, bench pressing at like 94 years old. I want to be lifting weights with all the young kids. That's my goal in life. <laughs> so maybe that's you. You know, maybe it's more of a longevity, um, long term health goals that you have. Or maybe it's right now, like, you just want to change the way your body looks, you want to get healthier, whatever it is. Okay. If you invest money and time, into uh, getting some help doing that, it's because you have tried to make those changes and be successful on your own, but you have not been able to. Is that safe to say? Okay, so to you, success means I've lost the weight. Uh, my I have a six pack. I, am, I can run five miles a day. Uh, I can bench press this many pounds. I can exercise for an hour at the gym. And, and feel uh, powerful and in control. I can do CrossFit and I can squat this many pounds. Like, you know, like f- to you, that's what success looks like. Success looks like I can go shopping for a size, you know, five, six dress size. And, or I can go to the beach, wear a swimsuit, not feel self-conscious, you know, look strong and sexy. Like that's to you, that's what success means. But the reason that you can't achieve that success on your own. And this is where we're going to start to get a little deep. So pay attention. I hope I don't lose you here. But the reason that you can't find success on your own is because of a term, a neuro, a neuroscience term. It's a neuroscience term. It's it's called cognitive dissonance. What is cognitive dissonance? Cognitive dissonance is saying out loud that you want to lose weight but your actions show otherwise. So anytime you say to yourself, I am going on a diet, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to make this transformation. But then 15 minutes later, you you turn to the cabinet and you open up the bag of chips, or you pull out the cake from the fridge, and you start eating cake, you are creating dissonance. In, you are creating an internal dissonance, a cognitive dissonance, where your thoughts, your goals don't match your behavior. Okay? I don't think we realize that cognitive dissonance, when we have, diff- when we have specific thoughts and goals that don't match our behavior, I don't think we realize that that's actually stress. That that stresses our internal organs, that stresses our, our, um, that stresses our brain that stresses our hormones, that puts a lot of stress on us internally. And we don't realize that, but that's another conversation for another day. Okay. So in essence, the longer you allow this cognitive dissonance to be present, meaning the longer you keep saying the the more months and years that go by that you keep saying, I am going to make a change. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to start exercise, exercising, but your behavior shows differently. Then every time you try to be consistent with that behavior, every time you try to be consistent with that behavior, your brain does not allow you to be successful because it's not connected, because there's there's a dissonance there, because history has proven you to be a liar. History has proven that uh, you are always going to go back to the chips. You're always going to go back to the ice cream. You might get a little far. You might get a little success. You might lose a little weight. And this is uh, uh, another term for this. It's called self-sabotage. This is another term for it. It's called self-sabotage. When you're going to the gym, you're dieting, you're losing some pounds, everything is going well, and then all of a sudden, you go out with friends or you go to a party or, you know, you go to your mom's house for dinner and you blow it. And then you start feeling really guilty and really horrible about yourself and you feel so bad and you're like, "I'm such I'll never be able to do this. I'm such a failure." No. It's not you. It's a behavior that your brain has established based on your previous, based on your previous actions of you can't be successful in this because your goals consistently don't match your behavior. So even if you attempt the behavior and you're successful in the behavior, your brain is going to sabotage you and your brain is going to drive up cravings and drive up hunger for the foods that you used to eat because of that cognitive dissonance. Okay. So that was just a little, I mean, that was just some education and some information for you that I just want you to take and ponder on, but let me go back now. Okay. Let me go back to the reason why stress is the, is, is the culprit for weight issues. So when you're stressed, I talked yesterday about STRs. I call them short-term resolutions, but it's not resolution. STRs are short-term relief, short-term relief. Okay. Your short-term relief, short-term relief, STR behaviors are actually the behaviors that are blocking you from being able to lose weight and being successful in your weight loss right now. Short-term relief creates long-term consequences and those long-term consequences are your weight gain. All right. Does that make sense? So from a child as a child, you established certain coping mechanisms that made you feel safe and secure. And as a child, those coping mechanisms worked for you. But as you, as you started growing up and becoming an adult, eventually those coping mechanisms no longer, uh, those coping mechanisms just became just habit. So let's say, for example, if you grew up in a home where there wasn't a lot of food, an STR for you, a short-term relief for you as a coping mechanism for not having enough to eat would probably, what might be to sneak food away and hide food under your bed or hide food under your pillow or, or stow, you know, extra food away, you know, somewhere in a corner or something so that when you got hungry, you, you would have a a place to be able to eat. Okay. That's like an example of an STR. Now, here's the problem is that when you grow up, uh, and you become an adult, anytime you experience a threat to your safety and security, And that doesn't have to be your physical safety and your physical security. That might be your emotional safety and security. For example, if you have an argument with your husband, you have an argument with your spouse, if uh, your boss is micromanaging you, if you have a blow up with a family member, if if you're betrayed by a friend, then your behavior might lead you to go off sneaking in a corner and start snacking on things you know, sitting in your car, snacking on some chocolate or snacking on some chips, kind of replicating that same behavior that you uh, performed as a child. Do you see the connection that I'm making here? So the short-term relief behavior over the long-term creates long-term consequences, and those long-term consequences are manifested in your weight. Do you follow me? I feel like I'm going to have to do like a whole nother... I'm going to have to do some digging on, you know, I'm probably going to have to like write a book on this or something. Okay. So what prompts your short-term relief behaviors when you're growing up? Well, when you grow up, there's, you know, traumatic things that you experience when you're growing up as a kid that you're not supposed to experience. You uh, put the short-term relief behaviors in place, you cope, you grow up, you move on, right? So when you grow up, When you, like I mentioned, when you experience an event that triggers a memory or an emotion or a thought that was established in you from childhood, then that thought and that emotion that triggers your craving for your short-term relief behavior. So when you go, you go and you invest time and money uh, in a weight loss coach, in a personal trainer in a diet program, in an exercise program, because you're like, no matter what I do, I can't, I can't be successful on my own. No matter what I try, I can't keep the weight off that I lose. It always comes back. You think that you you think that you need help. You think that you need someone else, a professional to come in and help you achieve your goals. And you believe that that professional help is going to stop you from failing. But I, I'm, this is why I'm here. And this is why I'm here as a weight loss coach. This is why I entered the fitness space. This is why I uh, am standing on this concept of rest-based weight loss. Because no amount of investment, time or money into professional help with your weight, no amount of investment is going to make you successful. If you do not tackle the root of your STRs, if you don't tackle the root cause of your short term relief behaviors that are leading to the long-term consequences, which are your current weight. So what do I want you to do? I have, I, 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 I this is the, this is the first thing i um, I said, I was going to give you three tips. I don't want to give you three tips. I'm going to give you one, because this is going to take a while. Okay. This is going to take a while. Um, if this resonates with you, if you're like, my God, that's it. That's me. I, I totally, I see where you're coming from, Lene. I hear what you're saying. Uh, and, and I, I think this is me and I'm ready to at least start digging into my STRs. I'm at least ready to start digging into why it is that I crave um, ice cream when I sit on the couch watching TV, why it is that I crave chocolate and sweets after dinner, why it is that I can be doing so well going to the gym consistently and exercising and dieting, and then after a week or two or after a few months, after 12 weeks, after three months, after four months, um, just completely sabotage, just fall off the rails. If you know that that's you, and you're like, I want to start digging into the reason why I do this, then uh, then here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to fill out this quiz. I want you to fill out the stress health quiz on my website and that's operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to take that quiz and I want you, it's going to ask you questions, a few questions about the four major lifestyle areas that are directly responsible for your weight and for your health. And those four areas are your sleep, they're your movement, your exercise, and your nutrition. Okay. I want you to answer all of those questions And at the very end of the quiz, it only takes a minute. At the end of the quiz, you get scores in each of those sections. You get a percentage, you know, 24%, 68%, yada, yada, with a little message from me. Okay. Write down those scores, write down those scores, like write down the name of each, uh, lifestyle area, then write down your scores. And then I just want you to, I want you to pick up a journal or pull like a notebook somewhere from your house. Okay. Create four different sections for each of, for each section of, uh, for the four different lifestyle areas, write down your score. And I want you to start writing. I just want you to start journaling, whatever thoughts come to your head first about what you're doing in those lifestyle areas. Uh, what, like what you're doing. And I want you to start thinking about why it is why it is that you're doing these things. Like, for example, if I ask you a question about sleep and, uh, and one of the questions is, um, when I wake up, when I wake up, uh, how do I feel? Like, how do I, how do you feel when you wake up? Either you feel like a zombie, you're a little tired at first and then you're ready to go, or you're ready to take on the world. One of those three answers. If you answer, I feel like a zombie when I wake up, Then whatever thoughts come to your mind about why it is that you don't get good quality sleep, why don't you wake up like popping up out of bed feeling refreshed and take on the day? I just want you to write. I just want you to journal. I want you to write. That's all. That's the only tip I'm giving you. And it's going to take you a while to dig into all those things and to journal about all those things. I want you to start there. And I'm going to tell you something. This is going to be really important. Once you start doing this activity, this exercise, and you start journaling about these different areas of your life and just start writing down whatever thoughts come to your head, you are going to find that you're going to find the root cause of your issues and you're going to be able to start tackling those issues at the root. And then you're going to be able to figure it out yourself. You won't have to pay anybody. You won't have to hire expert help. You won't have to spend money on expensive diets, exercise programs, none of that. You'll be able to figure it out on your own. Okay? Okay. All right. Operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. That is your homework. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful evening. I can't wait to talk to you next time.